you know as christians we have to understand and, and be real with where we are that's what we have to see first individually and what where our mindset is and what we desire airing the addisons i think what god is really calling us back to it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like oh lord what have we done we have minimized you promoting truth wisdom and empowerment as the church man we should be on the forefront of making disciples of indoctrination and godly things if we don't train our kids they will not be able to stand uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, we have done made it to Friday. Here <laughs> yes. we are. We have worked our way through an entire work week for mm. the glory of God. Hopefully Amen. the Lord has been exalted in all that you've done in every place where you've done it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the Lord has gone public through you. This is what it is to live for the glory of God, right? That God goes public with who he is through us, that Amen. we are exalting him. It's really sort of, I, I I think it's overwhelming to think of what we have the opportunity to do on a daily basis that, and I'm sorry, I know it's Friday, but forgive me. We often fall so short of, you know mm. what I mean? Like you think about, we have an opportunity to display who the Lord is in everything that we're doing, everything for the glory of God, that he might be on display in the things that we are doing. Mm. And that, I mean, that's a very simple definition of displaying the glory of God right through us. And I think about that on a regular basis when I'm correcting our children. <laughs> You know, like that's the question when when they are doing things that you could just say, stop doing that. Right. Like you could just correct the behavior. Yeah. But so often what we're trying to drive at is what has motivated that behavior. And then, oh, man, what that behavior obscures. Like, think about this. Like, you're okay. So what you're doing right now. Are you putting the Lord God on display in that action? And, like that, and the, that's what comes because it's not just about behavior modification. That's getting right. Getting them to do what we want them to do, but getting them to see, especially those who have professed to be Christ followers, yeah. you know, see how this uh, affects their relationship with God and how God sees, you know, disobedience or rebellion yes, or whatever right. it may be. So these are, yeah, it's more than just changing behaviors, you know? That that is, believe it or not, and I think some people are like, well, come over here and have words with my kid. But I think the behavior (laughs) modification in some instances, that's easier to get than that heart change. You know what I mean? Like, I I think just to have a kid, it is the old um, pastoral adage that, you know, the kid is, you know, you've heard it in churches. The kid is told to sit down, sit down, sit down. Mm -hmm. And then finally the kid sits down. But the kid is like, but in my heart, I'm standing up. You know what I mean? Like that's that's (laughs) the thing that what you want is you want the kid who sits down externally and internally. Mm. And and that is oh, my goodness. That is so hard. It takes work. It takes work. It takes work. It takes um, directing them to scripture. Mm -hmm. It takes rooting. And I use the word here argument loosely, but it takes rooting your argument in the word of God. And so, you know, that that means that you then as a parent, you have to honestly express to your kids when there is a preference that you are presenting. Mm. I just don't prefer that. Right. And when it's like, no, this is a prohibition. Biblically speaking, this is a prohibition. You will not do this. No, Mm -hmm. we, we will not do that. You know, there are some things that you say, I just don't like that. 
Like, don't do that. That's annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then there are other things. It's like, no, you will not do that. That is disobedience. It's judged by God. In fact, the reason I don't like that you did that, right, is because it is sin. Mm. That's the reason it provokes that feeling in me, right. because it's <laughs> if you stop and think about it, guys, like seriously, there there is so much logic to the way we interact with one another and the way God has caused us to register sin and rebellion and those things that we think we just are, you know, annoyed by some things and some things we are just annoyed by. But there there are other things that the reason it provokes the kind of emotion in us that it provokes is because it's sin mm -hmm. and all sin is sin against God. Someone sins against you. It is a sin against God, right? Sin is sin, sin against is sin. God. That's right. Right. And it's that because it is against a holy God. That's right. Anyway, all of that to say, welcome to your Friday. What I was trying to say was, <laughs> um, hopefully this week you have taken advantage of living for the glory of God. All of your work that you've done, that you've done it for the glory of God, that you've done it as if he's always watching. Because he, he is. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was just mm -hmm. making sure we all agree here, yeah. right? Because he is. Um, but this is a, this is a Friday <laughs> recap show. And what I want to do, here's what I learned. Um, as we have gone through talking about social and emotional learning, yes. um, SEL, okay, um, there have been so many people who have called in that we have not gotten to your calls. There have been people who have emailed us. I'm, I have to say I am a little bit surprised at the response to this topic. And when I say the response, I don't mean the nature of the responses. I mean that there was a response. Like this is really kind of um, – I think people are really bothered by this conversation yeah. and bothered by the fact that this is happening. And so many of our littles, so many of our littles are being um, adversely affected by this. And so many of our parents are just unaware. So taking all of that into consideration, right off of the bat here, I'm going to open the phone lines up and welcome your calls. You can recap with us. Of course, give the run rundown of the week has been social emotional learning and <laughs> and and. God's love language, Will the Great, covering yes. on Wednesday. If we love him, we're going to keep if, his commandments. Man, that's that basically seems, it. That, yeah. It seems so basic, but... It is basic, but it's not. In practice, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's always the thing, right? Yeah. It's the, the expectation or the understanding... Let me give the number here, guys. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You can call and comment on anything that we've discussed this entire week. Um, even our little rabbit holes that we often find ourselves going down. You can discuss that with us when you call 888-589-8840. Um, but the point I was going to make is that so much of what we discuss is basic, right, in its concepts. So, mm -hmm. like, we can conceptualize these things. And some of us, if we choose, you know, we can understand what we're talking about, Um but it's the practice. Mm. It's the practice. It's actually carrying it out. <clears throat> excuse me. Actually doing the things that that are often discussed. Right. So it's not that we um, that we well, and in some instances it is we don't know what's going on for some instances. OK, I want to be very fair here. That is true. But the question is then, so once we know and once we are aware, you know, what are the steps that we need to take? What are the questions that we need to ask? What are the protective mechanisms uh, if you will, that we need to put in into place. And I think sometimes those things are so labor intensive. They require so much of, of us that we're just kind of like, man, why can't people just do right? <laughs> haven't, haven't you ever, because I know human. you have, 
Like, right. <laughs> because human. Because, because human. <laughs> Haven't you thought that um, about, about like the kids? Like we've had these conversations where you, you just look at them and, and guys, please. Okay. No one take offense at this because um, it's a fact. Okay. <laughs> um, but our kids are precious. They're precious little people mm-hmm. who are fallen. Like, yeah. do we understand that about yeah. them? Like when we They're look at them. Born I, saved. Oh my goodness. I look at, <laughs> look at little Timmy mm-hmm. and, and our listeners, especially, you know, you just started listening the last couple of years. You started, you probably mark it the way I mark life. What kid was I expecting? So this is, <laughs> you've been listening for about two years. You knew that we were expecting Timmy. And, and now all of a sudden we've got this little boy who is, you know, running through the house, just wreaking havoc. Like he's just, he's um, nonstop. Just, oh my goodness. Go mode. He starts his morning. Like, you know, you think of that proverb, like, um, what is it? I'm going to paraphrase it here and I should, I should be better and get closer than I'm, I think I'm about to get, but it's like the person who rises early and, and blesses his neighbor loudly. Uh, it's going to be taken as a curse or yes. like it's an offense, you know, <laughs> that's Timmy. I mean, he just gets up and everything is just, pew, and, and then you go, you have this thought where you're like, dude, <laughs> Just do better. Why? Why can't you be better? You know what I mean. And because he can't, like he can't. He needs to be, to be born he again. To be tra- he needs to be transformed. Come on. Anyway, it's the it's the story for all of us. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. We can talk about all of the topics this week, uh, including social emotional learning and. If you love the Lord, you will obey him. You will keep his commandments. So, Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Christine in Kansas. Hi, Christine. Hello. 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 This is Christine, the one that ran for and was elected for school board. Oh, go ahead, Christine. Yes. It's a Leviathan mom. Yes. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so the SEL you've been discussing, accurate, on point, on every level it is pervasive in our schools it is ingrained in the curriculum very simple things parents can do if you are able spend an hour a day whatever you can a month in your kids classroom see what's going on be there um the other thing that's happened in our some of our local districts in kansas people have been very successful at sending in a a written statement saying they do not want their children participating in this Mm -hmm. and the school has to honor that. Mm -hmm. So that's not a hard thing to do, but parents must, must, must pay attention. Um, You know, Satan was a a beautiful angel. So the schemes don't always are going to be obvious and ugly and and they're going to come to us in palatable forms and, Mm. and parents, you just need to be encouraged that, if you're just going to sit back and watch and let things happen, your kids are going to catch that. Mm. You know, learn, learn, your learning is, is caught, not always taught. So that they're going to do the same. And so you have to just show them how to stand up and, and fight against it because mm. it's not right. And they're just going to continue. Oh, Christine, wow. thank you so much for thank your you. comments. I really appreciate um, the practical application that you led with as well. I just want to say thank you for that because that's sort of, I, I think, one of those things that it is it is the return to the basics, right, that we sometimes forget because life gets so busy or wow. what is commonly practiced 
um, practiced shifts. And so then we don't do those things that once were best practices because mm. we have been told, hey, you don't need to do that anymore. One of those things that I'm speaking of would be going down to your kid's school. I mean, at, at a very basic level, just like going down to your kid's school, knowing who your kid's teachers are, mm-hmm. knowing who your kid's sort of like breakout sessions are hosted by. Right. If there is an assembly that's happening at your kid's school, who's hosting that? Who's facilitating that? Am I going to be made aware of that before it happens or am I going to be made aware of that after it happens? Mm -hmm. These are the kinds of things that we don't have the luxury to just sort of expect the best because we are dealing with increased immorality. That's right. Not just in the culture outside of the school walls, but inside the school walls, we are dealing with increased immorality. And so I think parents are going to have to return to sort of that, um, you know, cupcake watch. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where you just yeah. you get yourself a, a Sara Lee or something like that and, and you just get in the kitchen, you whip it up and you're like, hey, guess what? I'm coming and I'm bringing cupcakes. Mm. Well, which actually maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, because don't aren't there like rules? You can't just bring food into school anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Man, when I was a, when I, I was think in you're school, right, but, you know, yeah. Watch, I'm going to really I'm going to really lay it on here before we go back to the phone. When I was in school, I mean, parents just like picked up twigs, you know what I'm saying, and brought it in. And they said, here, here's licorice for the kids. And, and, and they came in with that and we gnawed on that. And nobody cared. That's a joke. That did not happen. OK, what I'm trying to say, though is that you used to be able to just bring cupcakes and muffins into the school. But now I think there's a lot of rules. So maybe you don't do that, but you do go. You do go. You do have to know. Uh, you do need to know what's going on. Amen. Christine, thank you so much. Man, thank you for being a Leviathan mom, too. Yes. Like, just fighting on the front lines. Um, listening to some of these shows, I was so moved uh, to first make contact with Christine. And she was like, that's it. I'm running for school board office. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I got to be involved. I got to know what's going on. And Praise she did. And she won. Yay. Boom. That's how you do it. All right. This is Erin the Addisons on American Family Radio. We're doing a recap of the week. And so we wanted to open the phone lines immediately. What we will do is we will grab this break and we'll Mm -hmm. come back and we'll go to a bank of calls and just work our way through those calls. We appreciate when you respond to us. We appreciate the questions. We appreciate the comments. Uh, We appreciate the links. Some of you have sent us just sort of like a treasure trove of information. And believe me when I tell you, I will go through that information and I will use that information. And I, I hope that as you hear it, that you will say, yep, that was time well spent on my part that we sent that to the Addisons. Mm-hmm. Because you guys actually equip us to be vigilant and to fight publicly. So thank you so much for that. We'll grab the break and we'll come right back. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening. It's the Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show, sort of a recap, and just kind of talk about what we've gone through uh, during the week. And if if we find our funny bone, make you laugh just a little bit. Um, not always. Sometimes. Most <laughs> Sometimes. days. <laughs> anyway, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. You know, that's not a lot funny all the time. You know, it's like a lot of serious stuff. But on Fridays... Gumbo Fridays, we we laugh a lot more. So man, so I just recently I will go back to the phone lines here, but I just recently made like my first gumbo of yes, the year, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> try to do that when the weather gets cold. You can eat gumbo any time of the year. It's like it's sure. like our food in New sure. Orleans. Like it's not a special occasion. It's like dinner, right? Um, but I made my first one, and I can't believe I I just for some reason overestimated. And some people are gonna say well, that's not a problem. I overestimated the amount of meat. That needed to go into the gumbo. No, you didn't. I, but see, that's the thing. You have so conditioned me that there needs to be meat, meat, more I mean, meat. You know, Bring in the meat. The gumbo consists of what you put in it. So, you know, that is true. You gotta have, you know. But also, we got down to the bottom of it and there was just meat nothing and there was nothing that. to make like your bow. It was just gum, no bow. Nah, I, I don't know. That. that doesn't make sense. But, I'd rather um, just have meat than just have. Meat on top of rice? What I mean, like I mean, what, what is that? But the meat. Somebody it, said, not mm. just have the the you know the the soup. Well, you need soup, that. But you need that. That was abomination. I, I shouldn't have said that. We, yeah, we didn't call it that when I was not growing soup. up. We said juice. The juice. That's okay, the juice. The juice. When I was, I don't think that's accurate. But when I was growing up, that's what we said. The gumbo. You're juice. like, I want more juice. Yeah. In my yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. you could call it whatever. Just don't say soup. Yeah, I know. I messed up right there. I've been, okay, I've been away and from that's New fine. You, uh, you turn into a northerner. <laughs> Northeast <laughs> Mississippi turned you into a northerner. You don't oh, get more goodness. southern than New Orleans. Anyway, all right, let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where are we headed? All right, let's see if we can go to Scott in Louisiana. Hi, Scott. Hey, Will and Mickey. Man, y'all stepped right off into this. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, all right, first, a little bit of seriousness. Um, Will, thank you for Wednesday. I get to spend an hour with you on Wednesday. Love the message. Oh. Kind of why where we're at today is because we don't stand up and we don't speak our voice. Mm. Mm. Praise God. But uh, me can keep bringing the fire. Uh, just an analogy of you two. Will's like a fire in a fireplace. And then it's like somebody walked in the back door and all of a sudden the flames jump up. Well, that's, that's Mickey. <laughs> oh, come on, Scott. Uh, Scott, I'm dangerous. But, Scott, you just Scott, you just made me funny. dangerous. No, 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 you're still in the fireplace. I mean, you're not out of control. <laughs> Best of all, it's it's all based on the Word of God. That's Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. That's incredible. No, no, I actually called because it's been a, a while since I called. And, and I had the uh, Gen X joke. It actually, it's the Gen A. <laughs> I yes. Gen a. Yeah, I remember that About one. the weather in Louisiana. Okay. You know, it's finally gumbo weather. Uh-huh. And then he all come back for the break talking about gumbo. See, God knows what he's doing. <laughs> That's so funny. So what you put in gumbo, you know, like Will said, it is what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people put a lot of different stuff. But you know what kind of gumbo you have when you put in sausage and okra? Um, That's an okra gumbo, okra isn't gumbo? it? Okra gumbo? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not really good. 
and it's not really bad. It's just mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you, Scott. Scott, man, listen. Okay, so I don't know what Scott is doing, you know, until the Lord returns. But we need Scott with us when we go to present different places. Like, we just need Scott to kind of as an opener. <laughs> Share some jokes. Because you know, that Jen A was, was good, too. Jen A. And, and, this, and that, that's <laughs> mediocre. Oh, that's me, good. That's me, good. That's good. Mediocre. That's good. All right, Scott. Okay, Scott, listen, that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. Really, really good. All right, back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where are we headed? Let's go to Opal in North Carolina. Hi, Opal. Hi, Will, Miki. Hello. It's so good to hear your voices. Um, I turn in every day. My husband, my family, and uh, I don't know. Y'all got me hungry now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And yes, my husband's definitely on your side. More meat. Um, asking if he's cooking dinner. What we have meat. It's meat. meat. <laughs> but, um, I had a little comment, and it was it may be mediocre, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna still say what I gotta say. So, um, you know, back to to children and raising them properly, and it is well. What you put in is that's what you'll get out. And disciplining children and asking them not to do a behavior, well, we must follow that, like you said, with why. I mean, in the consequences of said behavior, does God want you doing that? Would you do that in front of God? Mm. You know, because he's with you always. So you have to, you know, be discerning on that in your spirit. And, you know, we just became grandparents. And we look at her, she's 10 months old, mm. and I can hear her yelling sometimes at people. I said, you know what, see? There it is. That's that inside coming out already. <laughs> and, and, <you> know, <laughs> so when she starts running around, I'm going to call you all and tell you, yeah, we got one too. She wakes up, hit the ground, yep. and, uh, you know, just running wild. But um, I just want to say, God bless all that you're doing. You're an inspiration to me. Uh, we just moved here to North Carolina from Connecticut. And mm. I know you guys are northern, making games in Philly. Um, so I, I really appreciate that you bring some of that with you uh, to Louisiana. And we just get to enjoy you so Aww. much. God bless you and, and your ministry. Keep doing what you do. You're doing Aww. well. Thank you Thank so you. much, Opal. I really do appreciate that. That is such an encouragement. Yeah, and it's amazing. She's talking about her 10-month-old uh, granddaughter there. Um, they they show their personalities really early, don't oh, they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's amazing that once you, you start, you know, you have a point of reference, you go, you know what? They kind of remain consistent. Mm. Like, they, they will mature, but that personality... And of course, there are people who study this, right? But mm -hmm. I just observe it. Mm -hmm. That personality is is pretty set. It's like the way they carry themselves as infants and newborns. It's it's just like, yeah, that's you've kind of been like that for a long time. <laughs> and I yeah. I think even some moms might go back even to in utero where they're like, <laughs> no, nah, been wild. <laughs> like, you know, just and, and you just know it. So anyway, um, it's really neat, though, to watch them grow. What a blessing we have to be a part of our children's lives, uh, actively a part of their lives. All right. Well, the great where are we going next? All right. Let's go to Lynn in Arkansas. Hi, Lynn. Hi. 
Yeah, I was going to say you were talking. I'm hearing an echo. Uh oh. Can you hear it? I I don't hear your echo. echo. Okay, it's on my phone. Anyway, uh, I wanted to correct something that I called in about a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was um, a promotion. And I said, he gets us, but it's actually called, uh, no, wait, I said, he gets me, and it's actually called, he gets us. And that's the one that they've put $100 million behind, and they're anonymous donors. And um, it it, uh, was on an NFL um, show. Uh, this echo is driving me nuts, so it's okay. hard to talk. Is everything turned down on your end, Lynn? Is, is, is everything I turned down? I am actually on a phone I'm not familiar with because my iPhone, she couldn't hear me. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Hmm. So, anyway, I wanted to correct that, but... Okay. So, so it's, it's actually he gets us. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, interestingly enough, I'm, 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 I'm really glad that you called in. I was reading, I was reading an article that, and I didn't immediately make the connection, Lynn, but I was reading an article that actually featured this campaign and Mm. all of the money that is being pumped into this campaign. And I want to say that the reason I was reading the article is because there was some big, um, ad or or something that they were doing that was uh, pumping a lot of money into that. And uh, let's see, Christian group seeks to promote Jesus Christ in a new light with a $100 million ad campaign. He gets us. Hmm. Yes. And so I, I read this article. I didn't immediately remember our conversation, but what I did was went to the website and here, here, here's what is, is a red flag for me in any campaign. And I was trying to, from what I can understand, is that the money is a collection of investment dollars from, like, unnamed Christians, okay? So it's a, it's a lot of money coming from a lot of different places. Uh, as you said, $100 million. But here's the problem that I have. And so I went to the website that houses this campaign or this initiative, and it seems that there was a grand attempt to just humanize like Jesus. Right. And here's what I mean when I say that, here's what I mean when I say that to make Jesus just like us, you know, Mm -hmm. like he understands, like, I mean, come on. And the problem that I have with that is usually when there is sort of a, um, Oh man, how would you describe that? When you, when you make Jesus common, right. When you make Jesus common, you're usually relaxing the hard truths that he brought. Mm. And so as I was reading the article and I was perusing their website and kind of looking at what their angle is and, and, and what they aim to do, and I'd have to go back to it. I wish I would have pulled it. Um, but it's one of those things that's kind of just floating around in my mind as I read about it and thinking about it. A red flag for me is anytime we reduce the standard of God to make Jesus more likable. Anytime we ignore the hard truths that Jesus brought Mm -hmm. in an attempt to draw people to Jesus, I have a problem with that. This sort of bringing bringing people to to a Jesus who um, gives them the elbow nudge, you know, because they're because they're living together and they're not married. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of Jesus. I just have a problem with that. And so 
I didn't see anything that overtly would affirm sin mm-hmm. on this website. Mm-hmm. But what I did see was this push to like, we think that people have taken Jesus and basically made Jesus too harsh. Jesus is not mm. harsh like that. We want to show the Jesus that everyone can relate to. Mm. Mm. Um, biblically oh, speaking, with that. Yeah. man, yeah. listen, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. go and sin no more. Right. Grace right. and truth. Amen. All right. Grace and truth. And I think that's so often people are trying to separate the truth or remove the justice and they just want the love and the feelings. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so that's that would be the problem that I had with that. That's just on the surface. I'd have to go back and read it again. But that's just at, at the first first take there. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Jerry in Mississippi. Hi, Jerry. Hey, how are you all? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, so I just uh, comment about uh, the two kings there, uh, I guess, uh, facing each other on uh, uh, I finished the text today that everything that's going on in the world, uh, racism, unbiased. Okay, Jerry, hey, Jerry. Wait, hold on, Jerry, we're having a hard time understanding uh, what you're saying, like kind of breaking up. Uh, I don't know if it's where you are. Um, Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah go that's ahead. much better. Yeah, thank you. Yes, the minister said that uh, this weekend we the two. Uh, What's happening with this going on in the world? The bottom line is kingdoms colliding. Oh, well, I'm I'm not I'm not getting everything okay. that Jerry said. Try to call back again, Jerry. I'm sorry. We, we it's hard we for will, us to understand what you're saying. We'll ask. We'll ask if I don't know if it's possible how everything works, but we'll ask Victory if she can if if we can get you through um, back so that you can talk with us. Yeah. It's just really difficult when the conversation is not as clear as it could be. Let me share this with our listeners, just in case there's confusion and people didn't hear our sister Lynn's call when she called a couple weeks ago talking about this uh, campaign, He Gets Us. So this was the article that I read. And interestingly enough, it was not because I went looking for it. As you just heard, she actually gave me the wrong name for it, but it was because it was an article that I was reading um, written by People Magazine. And this article was published on October the 19th. And so I was reading this, not making the connection, And this is what I read. And so you can just decide for yourself if you think the campaign um, would be something that you would be comfortable with. But here's how it goes. Um, A Christian group is spending $100 million on a new campaign to promote Jesus Christ and the values they believe he held. The He Gets Us campaign has already started appearing online. Excuse me. And will take over billboards and airwaves across the nation with the goal of presenting Jesus in a new light to millennials and Gen Z, and this is according to Christianity Today. So the first thing, when I say present Jesus in a new light, when when I see that, I'm like, yeah, what what's wrong with the old light? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like what? I'm like that's that's my question. Right, what's wrong right, with the right. old light? You know, did it go out? Like what's what's wrong <laughs> with the old light? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but the article continues. <clears throat> Pardon me. The group's TV commercials, including a Super Bowl ad per the Washington Post. Um, and content optimized for other high-profile pro- platforms were created with assistance from a Michigan-based marketing agency called Haven. Quote, a lot of times the perception is that Christianity is kind of working against people, the campaign spokesperson and Haven president Jason Vanderground told NBC News. He continued, we want to help them see that in Jesus, there was someone who had a lot of common experience just like they did. 
In other words, Jesus is just like you, okay? And and my problem with that is what often happens is that the reverence for Jesus is removed. It becomes Jesus is my homeboy, Jesus is my boyfriend. You you understand what I'm saying? And so whenever you do that, then what Jesus says is just friendly suggestions, right? That's that's sort of like the progression there. It's just it's just a suggestion that he made. All right, we'll grab the break and we'll be right back. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay close. get distracted by this earth this place that we live for a small amount of time these things we think we can take with us when we die they don't last keep your eyes on the prize man we looking around but we gotta stay focused this life about a moment i don't want to let it pass i want to own it look in the grass you see the opponent he want to see you in chains he want to see you in the flame but you're gonna be with the saints you gotta go through all the pain you're living it now but to die is a gain i think about heaven a lot and i'm gonna do it for god Welcome back, Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. There will be more. I, I actually, I would like to say, could, if we could table the he gets us conversation, I'd like mm. to go back to that. Look at it um, a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I think it's worth having a discussion around it with a larger topic mm-hmm. uh, because one of the aims of this organization is to say, or this collective, it's it's sort of like a, um, it's backed by a Christian fund and they give the name of it. But I think the aim here is that Christianity has gotten a lot of bad press and a lot of people are walking away from the faith. And the question is, how do we show people that Jesus is just like them, that Jesus is not like um, what has been presented by the people that you want to run away from? There is a danger in that. There is a danger in moving away from the authority of Scripture. Now, look, if if people are walking away from a mispresentation or a misrepresentation of who Jesus is, is okay if if that is what is happening then yes we need to return to the authority of god's word but when you've got a slick campaign um aim here that is going to do billboards that read you know jesus made space for everyone Mm -hmm. okay when you couple that with the current cries of our culture who are the people who are asking for space to be made for them what does that space look like and how do we need to relight Jesus for them to be in that space? You understand what I'm saying? Those are right. the, those are the questions that I have that I think are legitimate questions um, that should be held by Bible believing Christians. So this, I want to be careful. I don't want to say that their motives are evil, but I think sometimes people in their pragmatism can do things because right. they're trying to get to an end where they slowly just sort of compromise the facts of Christianity and the facts of what it is to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can come as you are, but you can't remain that way. Amen. You you just cannot. I mean, that's just a fact. All right. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where are we headed? All right. Let's go to Kimberly in <clears throat> Mississippi. Hi, Kimberly. Hi there. I Hello. love <laughs> I love you guys, and I greatly appreciate everything that you do because I listen to you every day, and you greatly influence my parental uh, skills all the time. Mm, oh, thank you so much. Glory to God. Okay, here's my conundrum, and the problem that I'm having is that um, the outside influences on my son come more from his friends. He's getting to his to the age where 
the neighborhood kids have more influence on him than like I would be concerned about school or programs at school. Now, luckily, I live in a small town, so we haven't been as traumatized with all the CPR stuff and and homosexual things and um, perversions as a lot of the other places have. Now, I know it's going to seep in, but anyway. My problem is that I don't know how to express to my son that there's some kids that you just can't spend time with Mm. because of their actions and the lack of parental guidance that they have and still show brotherly love and that God loves all of us regardless of sin. I want to spend time with these children myself, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I don't want to put myself in a position of being their parent when I'm not. Yeah. Let me say this, you know, um, that that could be a difficult conversation um, to have with, with a child, you know, just but the Bible really does instruct us about even those relationships that we would have that would mean us no, no good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I would first start with encouragement from the, the scripture. Amen. You know, and one of um, those scriptures uh, in Proverbs chapter, I think it's 27. um it talks. It talks about. It talks about how we should not uh, be, hang around fools. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it says don't hang around fools, don't because they're going to cause your destruction. And even it talks about good company corrupt corrupting. Uh, First Corinthians, and that's bad that's company actually, corrupting good morals. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's exactly right. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. First uh, Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three, and and I think yes. listen, we just have to. Kimberly, this can be very uncomfortable when we are trying to present truth to our children. And again, in part, it's uncomfortable because we have been told, we have been told mm-hmm. that we are judgmental, yes. that we are hateful. We have been told that, you know, when you say these things, you hurt people's feelings and all of this. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, um, we cannot, at least let me just humbly recommend, mm-hmm. we cannot parent from a place of apology for submitting to the Lordship of Jesus Christ in the parenting of our children. So what I mean by that is that we can't parent from a place like, I'm sorry, but that's wrong. Or I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to do that. Especially Mm. if, if the prohibition is in place and it is a godly prohibition, it is a prohibition in place with their, health and well-being in mind, then I'm not apologizing for that. It's just like you don't apologize to your kid when you say, look both ways before crossing the street. Exactly. You you don't, you don't say, I'm sorry, but you've got to look both ways before crossing. You, you say, because their life depends on it. That's right. So if we believe that a person who is, who walks with fools becomes like a fool, Mm -hmm. if we believe that, right then we are not going to allow our kids to just be the companion of fools because b- the Bible is true. And we got to be willing to take the, you know, ups- being, them being upset, you know, because um, we're, we're telling them what's right for them. And they may mm-hmm. not even understand it at that time. And I, I just want to make sure I give that scripture that I was trying to give is Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. It says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, mm-hmm. but the companion of fools will suffer harm. 
And that's what's happening a lot of times. Uh, there, there are children who are suffering harm because of the people that they're hanging around. And so we, as their parents, seeing this and having the wisdom given to us from God, we are giving them that warning. We're telling them, no, you should not hang with them. We're not allowing you to, to go places with this person because we understand, you know, what they're into or whatever. You know, and that's the hard role of being a parent, but it's the necessary role. And I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, this is why you have to choose your you have to choose your village, <laughs> if you will, uh, very wisely. I don't mind our kids friends hanging out with us. I don't mind uh, spending time with our kids friends. And, and I don't and at least the friends that our kids have, I don't think I at least I'm not aware that their parents would say, hey, don't listen to Mr. Will and Miss Meeky. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what they tell you to do. You don't have to listen to them. I, I think that we have earned the level of respect where a parent would say, yeah, no, that's right. You shouldn't do that. You under- Now, he- here's where I'm going with that. That's not going to be true for every parent. So that's why relationships matter. That's why it's important. But I will tell you this. If the kid is coming over to visit at our home and there is behavior that is unbecoming, I am not going to say, oh, I don't want to correct that kid. No, I'm going to correct that kid. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, no, no, we don't do that. You do this with the little kids, don't you? If you see a kid pushing another little kid around and, and it's your kid or it's another kid, you're like, hey, 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 like slow down. Hey, 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 that's not good. Why? Because we all agree when something's not good, you should yeah. stop it. Yeah, definitely. Let me there's say no th- reason that that should shift. Go let, ahead. Me, let me say this because there's, someone makes a good point. They say they can be a light uh, in, to their friends in their friend's life. Uh, and they said, just my thought. And that's mm-hmm. true if they are really being a light. Because yeah. what happens is usually those friends begin to pull, the, mm-hmm. you know, your child the other way. Now, if they are, I mean, and you would know your child, you know, if they're ready to, to really be a witness in a light. I would say still, if they're doing foolish things, they can't be companions with these right. children because, right. you know, they, they will lead them in a way that's not good. Mm-hmm. But yes, we should be salt and light wherever we go. So our children should be salt and light wherever they, they go. But to keep uh, companionship or, or fellowship, you know, consistently with, with, with uh, those type of people, man, it could be uh, detrimental to them in the long run. Yeah, and I'll say this last thing. I know Kimberly's like, this is a long answer. Uh, just Just ask us if we have had times in our life where we point blank said to our kids, you're not allowed to play with that kid. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ask me if I've thought about it twice. Nope. Right. Now, if my kid is going to say to me, so how do I handle that? Then, yeah, I'm going to walk the kid through that. But like, I'm not I'm not going to validate my kid saying, um, well, what if that hurts the kid's feelings? Well, the truth is that it might. But I'm telling you as your parent that that is not something that I want you to emulate. That is not something that I want to subject you to. So if there is a kid in your life, especially, I mean, you're you're talking about a kid that may be uh, verbally abusive of your kid, or you're talking about a kid that may even be violent toward your kid, like, Mm -hmm. and thinking that that's okay, and this is just how we play. No, we're we're done with that. We're not, Mm -hmm. and we're going to try to work it out. If you you have a good relationship with the parents, you want to do that. But at the end of the day, you as the parent, you have the responsibility to parent, and you're not asking anybody, anybody permission to do that. Right. You just, you parent for the glory of God. I know yeah. that sounds really harsh, but guys, that's my conviction. Um, all right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Christine in Oklahoma. Hi, Christine. Hey, how are y'all doing? Hello. Um, 
I wanted to just say God bless y'all. And I see what that lady was talking about earlier. I've got an echo as well. Um, I was listening to y'all's show on Friday, I think the 14th. Uh, The Leaders Are Readers. Okay, yes. And um, and I found the podcast. I'm going, I've downloaded it. And then I went back and I was going to watch the the videos that y'all had of it. And it was on the AFR app, but now it's gone. I was just wondering if there was any way or anywhere I could look for that as well. So if you're talking about, I think I know what show you're talking about. It, that was actually a re-air um, that we played. Uh, if you send the email, if you can, to addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net, I'll send you a link to that program, and I'll also send you uh, a graphic with the books that we talked about um, on that program to your email so you can have that information if that, if that works. Yes, yes. I've got, um, I don't have any children, but I've got a niece. Okay. And uh, she really needs some Christian influence and literature going into her life. Okay. Yeah. And yes. so I, I really wanted to see that so I could tell her about some good books she could read. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Yeah, send us an email, addisons at AFR.net, and we'll get that to you. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so much, Christine. All right. Well, the great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Stephen in Virginia. Hi, Stephen. Hello, Addison, and thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I am um, here to address um, the He Gets Us. Okay. There is so many things that is wrong with that website. Let's say, for example, they did not talk about why Christ came. They mm-hmm. don't talk about sin and repentance. On top of it, they are not trying to get people to come to church. What they're looking for is seekers who are just going to hear about Christ, but not interested in converting. Mm. And I, when I look at their webpage, they have a page of two women embracing. One of them looked like a, a lesbian. And on top of it, they also describe conservative Christians as Pharisees. Mm, so okay. the result of this is when you go out and you meet someone and share the true gospel with them, they're going to reject the true gospel because all they hear about is the fluffy and the cake side of Jesus. Mm. Okay. Stephen, okay. Thank listen. Thank you for that, Stephen. <clears throat> Thank you so much. We have to look into that, that, uh, <clears throat> that site. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in with that. And and boy, can I just say, I really do appreciate your conviction there. Yeah. Look, we, we have the word of God. We have the authority of scripture that paints a picture that, for lack of a better expression, shines a light on who Jesus Christ is and what he came to do and what he has made available to us through his death, burial, and resurrection. And I think any um, initiative or any campaign that obscures that does a disservice to the people that they purport to help. Mm-hmm. And and I think, Stephen, you're spot on. Look, I and, and here's the thing, though. I have a responsibility um, as a radio host, as a broadcaster, to be careful. And when I've not looked into something deeply enough to give um, – sort of a conclusive position. I want to be fair and I want to be very careful. I 
I agree with you in that my first perusal of that website, um, I did not have, as they put on the website, good vibes, because that's one of their aims, like to have, you know, good vibes around Jesus. Um, I wasn't getting any good vibes. Okay. I didn't, I don't remember seeing the image that you're talking about. There were other images and um, phrases that will be on these billboards that I thought, oh man, these are really indicative of the culture today. And, and it is a signal to certain people in the culture. Mm. Uh, but Stephen, I think your caution and what you're bringing to light, um, I think it's I think it's pretty accurate. So we'll we'll revisit it. All right. But we're out of time today. Thank you so much. Sorry to anybody who's called we didn't get to. Uh, we'll be back with you on Monday, Lord willing. Until then. God bless. <laughs>